Pesachim Daf Pevav, the Gemara says, Aliyahs v'gagais of the Azara loy the roofs, the attics, etc. will loy But, the Gemara says, Aliyahs ha-heichel, like the attics or the roof of the heichel of the Beis HaMikdash itself were niskadish. So the question is, what about a shul? Is a shul doymet at Azara or to the heichel? Could you live on top of a shul? So what is the Shulchan Aruch Paskin? In Ilchus Beis HaKnesses, Kufnun Alad Yud Beis, Yesh Lehizoyer, Milahishtamish Baliyah, Shalgabe Beis HaKnesses, Tashmish Kavua, Kegayin Lishkev Sham, Veshar Tashmishim of Bezayin, Ognai, shouldn't use on top of it, to sleep there. Yesh Lehistapik, Imutu Lehistamishim, why? It's a Suffolk. Is it Daima to the Aliyahs Vegagas of the Hechel, or of the Azara? Comes to Ramah and he's more makel. Kolze dafka beis haknesses kavua. He says bias our homes muta lishkayvalov. He says you were. Now it's interesting. The taz on the place of the Shulchan Aruch says I was makel like the Ramah, and I was greatly punished, and my son died because I lived on top of a shul. The Knesset Hagdayla that the Pesachet Shuva brings says something really frightening. He says, Kol Mishara'isi, whoever I saw, Sha'asa Beis HaMedrish Bebeisai, who made a base Medrish in his house, Vumishtamish Beliyah, Shalgabi Beis HaMedrish, Loyitzliach, Mehem, he says, some lost their money. Some died, mehem mesu, or mehem those who didn't have families. So really very, very strict. And now the Mishnabura brings the Divrei Ataz, he says, and our minig is to be mekel, not like the taz. And uh, Avnei Nezer says, Why? He says, it would be Efshir Lahasig, Makim Lispal. Remember, he lived in war- the big cities in Poland, Warsaw. He says, he says, there wouldn't be able to be a shtibol. He says, even though everybody's afraid of the divrei ataz, he says, v'saymachan kfardashu be'rabim and shaymer p'sayim Hashem. Now it's interesting, the Shevet Halevi, who was a contemporary, Rev. Gavazna, says, those who make solar cells on top of the shul, he says, l'chari not allowed to. It says, l'chari, that would, I would think that that should be aser alza a derech b'zayin. But l'maisa, we see that almost all shuls have somebody living on top of them. Unless it's a beis one of these, you know, singular, fancy beis almost every single one is not like that. So Rav Sternbuch in his Chuvis van Hages writes, he says, the whole world is noig to be mekel, because all shuls have on top of them dirish and nachoshishen. And he says, v'nireh, shekol ha-machmir b'yzeh, who's machmir like the taz, u'moyneelis ba'al shama, he says, saifa, it's going to be a, a kula. Why? He says, because we don't have enough places to daven. And what's going to come out? You're going to be machmir. Uh, people will not have a place to daven. And he says, therefore, I hold that it's not a bazayan because it's the only way we could do. And the makayim of tefillah will protect those who live on top of it. And it's interesting how nothing in the world changes. The Eris Tzvi, who was the Kajig Lavarov, he was Rashiva of Chachmi Leblin, he was killed in the Holocaust. He tells over just a very funny story. He says there was a base Hasidim of, in Lodz, in Poland. And what happened? It was like rent control. They were paying nothing. It seems there was rent control there too. Maybe the Blasio, maybe it was Mayor in Lodge too. And he says, so the landlord on top had a very good idea. He made a bathroom right on top of the shul. And he said, I'm sure the Hasidim are going to know this halacha that the Elias were Niskadish and they're not going to want to have the shul if on top of them there's a bathroom. 
see like all over again the same thing and the Kajiglugorov Paskin the same thing he says if we're going to be Mahmur like the Taz there just aren't going to be shoals in Varsha and therefore our Minig is not to be Saimach and the Taz and Tenemon that our Batim Midrashim have a din of one of two conditions he says either in the base Hamigdash it was done for Kedusha nobody thought that you would use it on the, the roofs and therefore there was no Tznai and today we actually make it Tznai everybody understands that on top of them they are going to use it so there's a Tznai or alternatively there's a Svex Maybe it has a din of the chutzer of the base of Middash, not of the Ulam, and therefore our minig is to be Mekel. Both Rashi and the Ramban learn that the story of the Egel did not happen in middle of the Binyan of the Mishkan. One says it happened before the Binyan of Mishkan, one says the Egel happened after the Binyan of Mishkan. So the question is, so then what is the Egel doing smack in middle of the Binyan of Mishkan? And there are different svaras, but let me share with you one thought. The worst thing that Klal Yisrael ever did was the Egel. It says that every Avera that we do has a little bit of a memory of the Egel and it gets punished for that too. But there's a powerful lesson here. When something bad, a trauma happens in our lives, and something bad happens, we could make it the focus. Or we could say, you know, we have so much good in our lives we have had so much Kiddush in our lives. The Mishkan lasted for hundreds and hundreds of years. The Egel was a momentary blip, a one-day error. So what do we do? Do we focus on the Egel? The Egel is a number of Psukim, 15, 20 Psukim. Or do we focus on the two, 300 Psukim that is the Binyan Mishkan? I once heard a story about somebody who was struggling with a, a problem in their life. And they went to see a Chacham. And they said to the Chacham, how do I deal with this problem? And the Chacham said to him, he said, you know, if you drop a pebble into a glass, it makes a lot of ripples. But if you drop a stone into the Indian Ocean, it just disappears. He says, is your life a glass or is you, are you the Indian Ocean? And how do I see it? There is so much good in our lives. Somebody told me, he said, he went to the rabbi and he said, Rabbi, my business is struggling so much this year. I'm going to kill myself. Why did Hashem do this to me? And the rabbi looked at him and he said, he said, nobody ever asks me, why wasn't I born a hundred years ago in Africa? And by three, I would be dead of typhus. That was, we today are so blessed in so many ways we can focus on the Egel, or we can focus on the 400 Psukim that surround it. They say over, somebody came to the base Yisrael, and it was before Yom Kippur, and this friend, he was confessed, he tells the Rebbe, Oi, Rebbe, I did so many Averis this year, I can't, it's all I could think of. And the base Yisrael looked at him and he says, let's not talk about Averis. It's Erev Yom Kippur, what do we want to talk about? Uvechein yiskade shimcha Hashem aleikeinu, uvechein tein kavoid, uvechein tein pachtacha, feh. Just brush it and let's focus on the Kedusha Sayyim. In our lives, we can focus on the Egel, we can focus on the 400 Psukkim and Mishkan. Most of our lives are really blessed. 200 years ago, 100 years ago, we would have been coming out of World War I, going into the Great Recession, World War II looming right over our heads. I mean, we live such a blessed life today. When we have bad, what's the message here? Shove it between the Egel, shove it between the 400 Psukkim of the Mishkan. Just... Make it disappear. Lesson for our lives. Let's focus on the Mishkan. Hi, Reb David. I listened to your podcast today on homes on top of shuls. I thought it was excellent. I just wanted to relate to you a story, an interesting story. 
of a person, perhaps you know him, who unfortunately passed away from COVID, but uh, had, uh, had a son, has a son, who was very ill, uh, and um, he was really, really sick and chop. Aaron called up his son, his uncle, um, from who was the Mashkiach by Baruch Mordechai Ezrahi, who was very close to Chaim Kanievsky. They learned together every week. And uh, Chaim Kanievsky said, move out of the shul right now. He's living on top of the shul. Move out right now. It's a grace of Sakana. That day, I think he got the shul out. He got a trailer, or he got a trailer. I'm not exactly sure. And he just ran out of the house. Kitzar Amaisa, his son, Baruch Hashem, is doing okay right now. COVID got the father, but just thought you'd be interested in this incredible Chaim uh, Karvieski story, you know, taking the Taz quite seriously.